Okay, so 12.33 a.m. Saturday, July 9th, 2022. Um, this will be part two of me watching the verses between, you already know who, right now I'm still in the fucking Ray J. Um, Ray J, Bobby Valentino, Pleasure P, and Sammy, part of the show. So... Why in the fuck did Ray J pull that baby? And you see what he did was very intentional. And he pulled that baby on stage. Why? Because he tried to get that other baby in the white t-shirt to come on stage. And baby in the white t-shirt said, nah, nigga, I ain't going. And that baby stepped back. And that must have been a little girl. And then he instantly snatched up the son with the red t-shirt. And that baby just came up from a nap. And you gonna snatch that baby up there. And to do what? He wanted to use him as an excuse as to why he wasn't hitting the notes and the runs and everything else. He straight used that baby. But you can already tell Ray J is working in a whole different spirit now. Because back when I said he was in his feelings, he has little feelings hurt. Because Sammy was singing One Wish So Good, whatever. Um... He grabbed the bottle and that's exactly what he did. So at this point, you see it in his eyes. He a little tipsy and he a little drunk. Because when Homeboy was doing a, a pimping all over the world, um, Ray J was up there and he wasn't even on beat with the words, with the music, none of that. Everything about Ray J was getting off at that point. Um, and you could tell he was in his own world. He was in that drunk haze. Um, and I and I kind of wonder, like, yo, what if what if they they shit getting drugged or something? They drinks or something getting drugged to make them act extra crazy or some shit like that? Cause what I really want to do is go back and watch um, Shaka Khan's. Cause I seen a bit of hers and she was she was on teen in a whole different way. So it kind of made me think, like, damn, what is y'all doing to these folks where they gotta get lit like that? Where they gotta get so intoxicated that it's just I mean because I know this ain't regular them is it so what what's the deal you know hmm. it's interesting honestly you know I, none of these men sound excellent you feel me but Bobby Valentino sound like he did in the songs not great but enough to make a song high you feel me he looks real good, though. He looks just the same, too. He ain't aged a bit. You feel me? And I can tell he's actually having fun with being there. He's happy to be there. And so far, he's actually given, like, a legit show. I think Bobby Valentino might have had the most hits. Between Bobby Valentino... Pretty Ricky and Amarion. That was not pleasurable to say. The fact that they got a comedian basically hosting this whole R&B thing is just silly in itself, which you should kind of figure they weren't going to be taking this too serious. Because Pleasure Pete had hella drinks on stage. <laughs> No, 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 you don't. 
And I'm just saying, nobody don't have a, you ain't got the best falsetto song, because really, who should really be there, who got the bomb-ass catalog, is not Chris Brown, no. It'd be nice to see him, but now I'm talking about the dream. The dream got hella, hella catalog, but I feel like he probably had to pay the dream a little bit more, because he ain't just about to make a check on some silly shit. But what I noticed is this pair up paired up exactly right because Pleasure, Pleasure P sorry, has hella catalog and he was paired up with um, Sammy who has like zero catalog about five songs or less as far as being something that a lot of people knows and Ray J has a very light light catalog but he was paired up with Bobby Valentino, which has a very nice catalog. So I guess they did right with making sure everybody was equally paired. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like this girl that Pleasure B is singing to, she's not like impressed because I feel like she's laughing at him and not actually enjoying him being in her face. Like she's like, Oh, this is embarrassing, not for me, but for you. Please get out of my face. <laughs> I think Ray J is real fucking, real fucking annoyed when hearing these niggas talk about One Wish like that was his only claim to fame. I think that's what it is. You brought Young Berg on there just so he can do. Put him. And when he was doing these little cutesy corny girly songs yes young bird damn i'm mad that young bird was like no nigga don't say that because you know that ain't true damn so ray j was straight like yeah we got an album he don't got an album coming out yet <laughs> young bird saying nope negative i'm not gonna lie uh, Bobby Valentino needs to still be getting paid for making hits because I can tell he actually does shows and he, he does them right. He don't sound amazing, but you can tell he's having fun with it. And I look, he's like, oh, damn, I'm proud of Bobby V, you know? And he had the most hits thus far. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that Pleasure P just said, our verse is about to be better than the one y'all finna see. They was really on here doing some, some, some old hating type shit. Cause I felt like, eh, okay, pleasure, Pete, but nigga, are you really relevant right now? Besides you trying to pop your shit right here and right now? Thing is, you shouldn't have to do all that because your fan base and your catalog will do so. And the fact that you are able to stay consistent in a genre and music that's changing from day to day. But okay, pleasure for you. Okay, whatever you say, hun. And I'm kind of confused as to why Bobby Valentino keeps saying real rap, real rap. When y'all supposed to be R&B singers and don't none of y'all rap or need to for that matter. I think Sammy was really supposed to just be the hype man because he probably had the most energy and was rocking to damn near everybody's stuff like he was meant to just hype the folks up just to be the background to the main ground. 
Bobby Valentino definitely wanted to see Spectacular. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ray J was just bringing anybody out. He was just, he was getting everybody chance to shine. I thought that was cool. But I would kind of say this, this damn verse is just was like a, uh, some type of festival because it definitely took a lot of heat off of off of Marion and Mario. I feel like simply because having these people on before them that the main attraction which was supposed to be Marion and Mario now they got to go 10 times as hard or do a, a lot for their show to keep up with basically the pace of what the circus has become. <laughs> It's like literally a bunch of random people on stage at this point. The lady that grabbed the mic and started rapping on the Lil Wayne verse. I've been watching her for a while. She in black. And I'm wondering. Who is she and where she come from? She got to be somebody's manager or something to be up on that stage. And Ray J just bacon and eggs. <laughs> Silly. I think Pleasure P was feeling some type of way. I can tell, especially when he started naming songs that nobody knew that he wrote, that he wrote like uh, that Flo Rida song or that Lil Wayne song. Um, and then he called Bobby Valentino a Duffy, basically a Duffy boy, which is a, a Jamaican Caribbean term for a... Um, a homosexual male. Now, if that's what he meant. So you can tell Pleasure P is being personal. And he uh, he feels some type of way about something. Ah, uh, yeah. Some folks must have been getting in trouble. Uh, <laughs> he said, you grown, but I'm growner than you, Ray J. Go home. He said, this is Swiss and, and uh, Timbaland's house. Meaning they got the the hand on the spot, and I guess folks was getting uh folks was getting serious. That's what I told you. Some pleasure P, pleasure P was getting in his feelings about something, being extra and being mad. How did he tell him to play some neutral shit, and then he played some real rough and tough, fuck some fuck my bitch, fuck your bitch type of music? That ain't neutral. He, you doing, you doing too much. If she's saying they heated, you need to play some cool down shit. Just like he said, some Beyonce, some cool stuff. So by two minutes, two hours, I'm sorry. So by two hours and 16 minutes, there is nobody on stage. So I guess they're still trying to figure out what the fuck going on and why people are not coming out of the rooms or what. So, Yeah. This is the part where I guess we wait for the main attraction. And I'm going to find out if it's worth it. And I'm pretty sure it'll be a part three and maybe a part four. Honestly, I would have loved to have been there, though. Because I think it would have been fun and entertaining as hell just to see the, the entertainment and chaos happening live right in front of you. Why D-Ray had to be cute like that? That little rap was cute. 
ain't gonna lie, Marion look good. He look good. Marion look good, look good, look good, look good. Marion looking good himself. And he, he looking kind of fly in his little fit. But Omarion, he just, I guess he just my taste, huh? <laughs> that little cutesy shit with the, uh, with the fake B2K. That was cute. <laughs> that was cute. These cute R&B jokes, huh? All these R&B dudes are very, they're acting real rapish. Very hardcore-ish. Like, y'all y'all talk about sex and being in love and heartbreak. Y'all shouldn't be trying to act this hard. The ego shouldn't be this tough, shouldn't it? I mean, should it? Chill, guys. Chill. Because y'all too cute. Y'all too handsome to be acting all... Ooh, stank-like. Okay, so Marianne's dancers are way on point. They a lot more crisp than what Ray J's is doing. Ray J's is a little more loose with it. Marianne's dance was on point with that shit. I liked it. I liked it. The fact that they weren't able to get themselves fully prepared for this versus just shows that versus need to step their game up because they shouldn't be having this much trouble with their mics and with the hearing. When you have troubles with things like that, that takes away from the performance and then it kind of makes it seem like the artists don't know what they're doing because their music and things are off simply because um, the people who are supposed to be controlling that is not able to and make it sound like it should. Definitely they need to get that game up so they can do some sound checks. Last minute shit is like BET shit. And I guess versus gives BET. Yeah, it's meant to honor R&B, but a lot of what y'all doing is not giving R&B. A lot of what y'all doing is giving is giving ego type shit. Like we supposed to battle with this shit. Amarion said, "Fuck singing. He was just gonna dance his way the whole way." the show he was just gonna dance and look good and Amaria sounds just like he does in the songs honestly I mean none of these guys are like like crazy great singers so the fact that people are expecting them to sound super perfect is obviously silly because one they're older two it's like well y'all do realize they was using stuff to amp their own voices up during these tracks so of course they're not gonna sound perfect because these is not their real voices their voices have been tweaked so a mario don't sound too too bad to me though to be honest I'm kind of starting to notice a little uh, thing with these black and white dancers as far as Mario's, um, Mario's dancers being dressed in black and Amarion's dancers being dressed in white. Is this supposed to represent good and evil? Because as we all may know, Amarion is on that so-called high vibe, high energy, uh, high spirited type of movement at the moment so it's like hmm 
Are we doing evil versus uh, good here? High versus low here? What are we really doing?